This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, you're over the hump. It's Thursday. Pew, pew. On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Uh, Mike is here running the controls. And uh, Mike, if we haven't, if you haven't realized it yet, we basically air horn every day. Yeah, so get we, busy, Mike. We Come used on. to just do, do it. Thank, Thank you. you. We used to just do it on Mondays and then Fridays. Every and then day Wednesdays gets an were exciting. Horn. And so then we just decided to celebrate every day. Sounds good. Thank you. Yes. Good to know. Uh, no. Thank you. Now, now you're Thank officially. You. A part of Team Cobra. It's true. Right. It's true. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what Team Cobra was up to last night. We were watching The Real Love Boat. The Love Boat. Do, do, do. Were you ready for this, Bradley? Oh, yeah. I've seen this coming from a mile away. I, I don't know if you know this. I like a cruise on occasion. I, and yeah. so this has shown up in my feed. You know, the algorithm knows me well. And I kept seeing uh, things for this. And I had, you know, it's not going to come as a surprise, mixed opinions about what was about to happen. Mm. And then, of course, I have mixed thoughts about what did happen. But it also sparked some curiosity, which um, I know we'll get to at some point, about how this show actually went down. But maybe for people who aren't as obsessed as I yeah. am, you can tell us what this what the real love boat means. Yeah. Okay. So this is a reality show. And I think the easiest way to think of it is like the bachelor bachelorette on a boat Mm -hmm. on the princess regal. Uh, It's a real cruise ship. And uh, they brought in, I'm not, I can't even count a bunch of ladies, a bunch of guys. And then they sort of like mingle and go on dates and it's, um, and it's, and they're looking for love. Looking for love. Now, can mm. I, there's so many things. Oh, okay. For me, what do you want to? This is what I want to start with because this was to me one of the most humorous moments of the show. So okay. it's an hour long yep. dating show. It's hosted by Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell. Yep. I'm just glad to see Jerry O'Connell working, working, yeah, and having uh, his own also, show. So he's got his own show. Oh, that's right. I mean, he's on the talk. Because he's been wanting to do this forever, and he's finally making a go of it, and I'm just real darn proud of the guy. Well, and he got a gig with his wife, so congrats, kids, because that's, uh, and also a gig uh, with his wife on a cruise ship. That's a hard life. Oh, I was seriously wondering the whole time, like, are they in the captain's suite? Is the whole family there? Like, how are they doing this? Anyway. I got answers. You do. We're going to get there. I'm super excited about it. But they did lean into an original cast member from The Love Boat. Yeah. Isaac. Yep. The bartender. Yep. Ted Lang. You know what Ted I Ted Lang? Yeah, Ted Lang. I what I my husband and I at the same time said, You all don't know him. Oh, they all, they have no idea. They're all like, oh, hey, it's that guy. They were told this is someone yes. they should know because they weren't born when Ted Lang was on television. 
nor were they born when Jill Whalen was on television as Vicky, daughter of Captain Steuben. Right? That is wild. And so my husband and I both at the same time were like, this is hilarious because that is a plot hole. You know, there's not usually plot holes in reality yeah. shows. There was one. That was awkward. Um, yeah. But it was good to see him. Oh, nevertheless. Yeah. I'd like to see everybody. What did you think? Okay, so, but I want to know. So okay, it's, a, that aside. it's basically the bachelorette on a cruise ship mm-hmm. or bachelor on a cruise mm-hmm. ship, right? Is that how you would describe it? Kind of, yeah. That said, what did you think of bachelor on a cruise ship? I mean, it provides a nice backdrop. I appreciate, like, to me, the bigger star is the boat (laughs) like i'm more excited about the scenery i'm more excited about like the places that they're going to be adventuring to throughout the season um i hate what i i i finally got to this place after years of watching the bachelor okay i don't like watching people date okay so tell me why it's so awkward it's so awkward awkward because they are trying to show their best self and some of their best selves are awkward or they're tr- they're like trying too hard to sell themselves or, you know, they did this thing in the very beginning where they were meeting. They did like walk out on a stage and introduce themselves and do like a miniature performance for everybody. Yeah. And I had secondhand embarrassment yeah. the whole time. Number one, number one, somebody should have gotten a hold of some of those guys because they were sweating like in all the places and you could see it. And I was like, wardrobe, anyone? But so, so you could tell they were like nervous and hot. Yeah. And I don't mean sexy. Some of them are. And then it just, it just, uh, I, I watched the whole thing with secondhand embarrassment. What did you think? So I thought, you know, like I generally am going to have a similar opinion, right? Because we are, we kind of like approach reality TV the same way. I mm-hmm. think especially The Bachelor. We both had love affair with The Bachelor, uh, certain uh, iterations of 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 that show, Bachelor, Bachelorette. Um, but I, too, am like kind of weary of that like formula. It just seems very formulaic. It seems very predictable. Same same criticism I would have with reality shows. However, I do find myself binge watching reality shows. So clearly I'm not immune to the powers of reality shows. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm so much better than all of you and your dating stuff. For me, I just I just immediately was like, oh, God, I'm so far away from this life that I found it to be somewhat ethnographic in Mm. that like I was like or it's like an anthropology class like what does a 30 something or 20 actually 20 something I think they're probably all 20 somethings because I always feel that everybody's like around you know 30s and 40s because that's where I'm at in life but Mm -hmm. these are like 20 somethings and um, I think anyway Um, and so I did find myself like okay well you know I'm going to give this show more credit than it's probably worth because it's on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by the cruise ship aspect and I wanted to know how they how what kind of character the cruise ship was going to play if at all in this show. And I will say like I mean it's totally predictable like the mm-hmm. the challenges are like mm-hmm. like you said awkward and you're like you judge people but but then you have that second thought which is but that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's right. why you watch the show. You don't right. watch the show because you're like, oh, I too am yes. totally buying everything these people are saying. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't be any fun, right? And so there was this guy that was trying real hard. He's like, and the I wanted to pull some audio. I just didn't get a chance. But like, because I wanted to illustrate for the audience, because again, 
if you didn't watch the love, the real love boat, this new reality dating show, it's both like a travelogue, but mostly a dating show. And the things that these humans would say out of their mouths, like what's important to you? And they would say things like, you know, blonde hair and good teeth and a person who smiles. And you're like, wow. Okay. Or, you know, like, Women, I this one guy, the tattoo guy, the guy with who's mm-hmm. always shirtless with his tattoos because mm-hmm. he worked real hard on himself with his tattoos uh-huh. to be sexy. He was like, yeah, I usually get all the women. It's the keeping them that's the problem. And I was like, okay. I was just then having a whole side conversation. Right. Like, I think the language here indicates why you're single. Yeah. Because women don't want to be treated like something you get yeah. and keep. Yes. That's not how... They're not items. So I was having, you know, fun poking fun at that. Mm -hmm. Then there was the whole side story of the cruise ship. And I had all these questions being the nerd that I am. Yes. About like, how is this all happening? Yeah, Like, are there other people on the cruise ship? Is this a real cruise? Is it one? Is it one cruise? Like one uh, journey? Or is it over the course of many? Like, what's going on? Bradley? We have questions, you have answers. How did they do this? I will tell you, there's a great piece in Variety. There's also one in the LA Times that talks about um, this production. But the one in Variety got real specific. And the thing that got me with that story was the real love boat producers on turning a series into a dating competition show without Charo yet. And I'm in because if you're a lover of the original series, Charo is like an iconic presence on that show. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, she might come on at some point. They talked about, but, but I'm like, you guys, no, I care and people older care. But they don't know. Which maybe that's a good appealing thing for the demo because I don't know. The demo might skew older. I don't know. But like, I'm here for all of that and I can't wait to see Charo show up. But as for the production, Two, there's there's two important things. There's a lot of important things. The first is this show is actually being filmed twice for two different shows. One of the shows is The Real Love Boat that we're seeing on Hulu, mm-hmm. actually CBS and Paramount Plus, um, which you can watch right now with commercials. It's, I think, available like the next day or whatever. Or did you? I watched we it. Well, no, I watched it, it late, last, last night. Yeah. So, But it was on Hulu. So, yeah, you could have watched it last night uh-huh. on Hulu is my point. Thursdays because to Wednesdays Wednesdays Thursday yeah that that show they they filmed that show but prior to them filming this show they filmed an Australian version this production company I think it's called Eureka Productions some such thing they put they worked real hard with Princess real hard with CBS because CBS is the rights holder Mm -hmm. Princess uh, was you know uh, sort of the OG licensing experience right so they worked with all three parties. It was a really long process, apparently. But they created one version for Australia with a whole different cast and crew. Actually, same crew, different, different cast, cast, different hosts. There's like some, the host of like Australia's version of some reality competition show. I don't remember which one is the like head, the host. Um, but different, different cast. They filmed that one on a cruise around the Mediterranean. And these were real cruises that people were really on. Yeah, like real paying customers. Which was a whole other layer of complexity because they had to get permission to film in all these places because they didn't want to upset the actual paying guests. Because I will tell you, I would be real ticked off if the Lido deck was not open. Right. Because these fools needed to do the reality show, even though 
I would then be what is described in the article as one of the people that kept showing up at filming because if There's you're a on a cruise ship with filmed. it, but you're in the med and you're like, this is a lifetime bucket yeah. list experience. You don't care that there's a show. So they had to be real careful Interesting. that that was happening. They did this twice. So the first time they did the Australian version, they learned a lot. And then they came back and did the uh, American version of the real love boat. Okay. So is it one cruise itinerary that they do this through? I don't know or if the itinerary is they... the same, Okay, uh, but it's, it's a, a, a circular, you know, because... For those who don't know, I know Mm -hmm. you know this, but some audience might not know, it's very common to do like a circle around the Mediterranean. So you start in Italy Mm -hmm. and um, then you maybe go to Croatia and Greece or Turkey or like there's, you know, a very traditional cruise route Mm -hmm. around the Med. And I don't know which one it is, which itinerary they did or if it was the same, but it was the same general location. Okay. I mean, because we did so... We did answer that question. We asked aloud, like, are there paying customers on this? Yes. And then in in one of the scenes, you did see people kind of watching over. And I said exactly what you said out loud to Matt. I said, ain't no way I would be okay yeah. with not being able to use my pool time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because these people or are trying to... Or I better to... get a discount and Thank a credit you. on the TV show. Thank I would you. not be happy about that. Yeah. So then it made me wonder how they reached out to the people who had scheduled this trip i i should tell the audience too that the captain because you see the captain yeah that's the actual captain okay interesting we thought he came from central casting no he they wanted a real captain a real bartender a real uh cruise director and so those are all people who've worked at at princess for a while princess is owned by carnival um so those are but and I don't know for sure if he was the actual captain, but I believe he was for that, you know, voyage. But there's like a whole crew. I right. Mean, come on. This is right. not like this is a giant ship. But they wanted a real they wanted real people. They didn't want to have just like actors doing right. this. And so, you know, that was really important, apparently, to the production. Company. That is interesting, because I did say also to my husband, I said, I don't know how I feel about the captain of the ship being so involved in the love lives of these people. Can I tell you, having been on a couple of cruises and I know you have, too, but it's increasingly more and more common to have sort of celebrity captains mm-hmm. where the captain really is more than just the guy that's, you know, it's because he's not like or she. Cause right. That's increasingly more common now. Like at a wheel going, (laughs) like they are schmoozing and walking around and talking. Hosting dinners. It's increasingly more um, likely that that the captain is going to have a presence as much as like the cruise director. That's so interesting. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will stay tuned to the real love Yeah, I mean, why not? I'm like, if you want want some low stakes reality competition, Mm -hmm. why not get some like travel ideas in the process? Because they're stopping at the real stops. I mean, the challenges are not something you're going right. to like the, you know, you can't get that excursion. No. Uh, when we return on the Colleen Bradley show, Grant's bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk. One oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. The one and only Grant is here and with him. He has brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Grant. Hey, Grant. What's up, guys? Hi. <laughs> Good to see and to hear see you. you. Let's get down to Bethany Frankel calling out Kylie Jenner's cosmetics. And she's saying that they are a scam, you guys. Have you seen this uh, Instagram post she put out? No, but I 
Uh, we've always thought they were a scam. Yes, I mean, based on pricing and everything. But this is funny. So she, Bethany Frankel, she kept it real. She went to an Instagram and posted a post about this um, combination. It's called Kylie Cosmetics Birthday PR Box, which features a three-piece birthday lip crayon set and lip gloss set in a large box for $175. Now, the problem is that the same two sets can be purchased as a bundle for just $58. So you're basically getting a decorative box that costs you $117. Okay. I, You know, I will say welcome to uh, capitalism because mm-hmm. I don't think it's just Kylie Cosmetics that, you know, yes. tries to pull the wool over, get a few extra pennies out of you. I'm curious, did she say anything about the quality? Because I think I always think with these celebrity you know, cosmetic lines or whatever it is, product lines, that this is just like all coming from the same factory somewhere. They are just slapping a different sticker on it when it comes off the press. Yeah, she, she didn't go too in-depth on the quality of the product. She basically just kind of continued on with the box and basically said, you know, I was confused. I thought I was getting something different. Uh, you know, all it was was a box that I'm going to throw in the garbage unless you have a hamster that you're going to put in there. Oh. So she even went that I far. Love that she's, I mean, you uh, you know, this this is now going to be a Shade. consequence of celebrity product lines is you're going to have celebrity shading other product lines. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for that. I'm curious to see what the reaction from Chris uh, Jenner LLC will be. Well, you know, what's so interesting about it is like she doesn't even bring into it, as you said, the fact that. You can get all of that stuff cheaper through ColourPop, which is the actual company. Mm-hmm. And literally, it's like the a quarter of the price. price. Yeah, $58 yeah. for the same box that you paid 175 for. So she Ridiculous. Said it, yeah, she said it's a scam. And uh, yeah, she said, basically said, you scammed me. So oh, called her out. Right. Shade, shade, gonna, shade. There's going to be a response somewhere. I feel like Bethany Frankel, of all the people to call people out, like she's not afraid. No. You know, I, I appreciate that about her. Yeah, it's that New York City, yeah. I think, that mentality where you just throw it, you, you say it when you, when it needs to be said, mm-hmm. I guess. So good for her, I guess, on that. Let's see here. Kanye West, you guys, this is interesting. Without a movie deal in the works, he already has a cast, he's already cast a lead role for himself. So oh. the rapper went to Instagram, <laughs> Kanye West went to Instagram, okay. and he asked all of his 17.9 million followers who should play him in a ye movie, quote unquote. And uh, he basically—I would call it a movie, like, but whatever. There you go. And he basically—he came out and said that he wanted Jamie Fox to play him in his movie about okay. his life and how he became the star that he hmm. is today. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, you know they work together. I was going to say they have a history because on Gold Digger, see, and that was like a moment of time that I'm like, why do we not talk about this more? When. Jamie Foxx thought he was Ray Charles. Like, yeah. after he'd done yeah. the Ray Charles movie. He did. He lived his life like he was. He oh, actually Rockstar. was Ray Charles. Yeah. Like, he would show up and sing for things, but he wouldn't be singing. He'd be singing like he was Ray Charles. And I was like, <laughs> are, is everybody seeing this? It's very awkward. Anyway, they moved, They worked together in that era. Yeah, they did. Uh, they also did... Uh, Kanye was on Fox's track, track Extravaganza in 2003. Mm. Fox and Twista and Kanye did slow jams together. So they and then also in 2005, Gold Digger. So mm-hmm. they've worked together. But I mean, this I is mean, this is a this is a fart in the wind, as you could say, I guess. But a uh, fart well in said. The wind. Well said. I, it, celebrities having opinions about who should play them in their inevitable biopic is just so delightful and oh so predictable. <laughs> it's just like a level of navel gazing that. 
I just can't. <laughs> Indeed. Get behind. It blows away. It just blows away like a fart in the wind. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to blow away, Grant, because, uh, oh, no, you no, are going to blow yeah, away. We got Sorry, to you got blind items, sir. Donna's Donna. coming in to help us solve some oh, blind, yeah, blind items. Oh, when we Where come back, we? I know, a little pop culture mystery for you on My Talk 1071. Bye. Oh, thank you, Mike. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And our friend Donna Valentine has joined us. Hi, Donna. Because we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's so these- much easier to hear you when you're sitting next to us rather than yelling at us in your car. Right. <laughs> you can hear that a little bit. Yeah. A I just faint feel murmur. It. Yeah. All right. These blind items, juicy bits of gossip with the names left out, are courtesy of our good friend and lawyer over at CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Take it up with him if you don't agree. Here we go. We already have a television jinx or two, but what about a movie jinx? This A plus list singer is two for her last two. In horrible movies. Is it a nickname type of situation mm-hmm. sometimes? Mm-hmm. Like starting with a J and ending with a low? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. So he would have called her an A plus list everything in her mind. And that's the only reason I hesitated okay. on that. Okay. Singer. Lady singer. Yeah. Lady, uh, a lady singer. Is it a singer actress or just a lady singer like a... I mean, she's acting in the movies. So is it, oh. um, what's her name? Um, Gaga? <gasps> okay, I'm going to try this one. Ready? Okay. Ready? I'm going to lay it on you. Taylor Swift. Ding! <gasps> oh, sure. Mm. Yeah. Do you know oh. what the uh, two films are? Uh, the first one was Cats, and yep. the second one is Amsterdam. It is indeed. Uh, Ding to the dong. We job. already have a television jinx or two. But what about a movie jinx? Taylor Swift is two for two in horrible movies. And uh yeah, the 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 uh headline for Amsterdam says David O. Russell's messy historical farce. Oh wow, that's not so. good. I will say that she has a tendency when she's done movies to be with a really, really star studded cast. cast. So I think in her mind maybe she can hide behind them a little bit, but whoops. Oh, that's too bad. A bummer. Yeah, I think she thinks she's a good actress. Don't we Bless all? Bless her heart. Yeah. But I don't think she's uh, up to par. Mm. That's all. Well, also, acting is not easy. We know. We were we just know. in we're, movies. We're thespians. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We have an IAMDB credit now. You yeah. really do, don't you? I bet you do <laughs> because you. Oh my god! Is that crazy? That That's is awesome. bonkers. I know uh, because our directors are on IMDb, and then they just added their movie, and then oh they god, put the cast awesome. and all that. I know, crazy, right? That's so that cool. is so oh my cool. God, if you guys She's, have an agent, so now we're going to start describing you as an actor. Yeah, thank you, Donna, Donna Valentine. Valentine. Thanks, guys. Should we do another blind yeah, let's item? Do it. Blinded by the item. Speaking of cheating, it's interesting. We weren't, but Mm-mm. there was one about before this blind item. It's interesting that the now former husband of this actress, who started off young, has been accused of cheating. He didn't. The actress, however, found someone insanely rich that she's been texting and seeing for quite some time now, who she thinks she can give 
her who she thinks can give her the life she thinks she deserves. Mm. Oh God, that's a lot that's of words. So many things. So there's a former husband, or a now former husband of this yeah. actress who started out young. Yep. The actress did. Yep. Now she's with a rich dude. <sighs> Allegedly. So mm. we are we trying to fi- we're trying to figure out the actress. Yep. So um, okay, so she started out young. Speaking of cheating, it's interesting that the now former husband of this actress who started off young has been accused of cheating. Mm. So we have probably. I mean, we have heard. I don't know if you were paying attention because I don't think we've talked about it specifically mm. on our show yet. Um, but I know I've seen this story. Uh, the the they split. There was an allegation of cheating on the husband's part, mm-hmm. but according to ND lawyer, he didn't. And the actress, however, found someone insanely rich mm. that she's been texting and seeing for quite some time now, which mm. we didn't know about. Mm. So we need, uh, again, actress who started off young mm-hmm. and a recent divorce or and announcement a recent of a divorce. divorce. Oh, man, 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 I man. really feel like you're going to do the heavy lifting. So think of know. child star. I, yep. I'm trying to think of, I know we've had some uh, recent divorce news. And there's something like tickling my brain and I can't get to the drawer. Can we have some hints? Yeah. Child actress. She was not. Christina Ricci. There was another family member that she acted with. Okay, so not Christina Ricci. Not Christina Ricci. Uh, Not Scarlett Johansson. No, and uh, TV. Uh, Oh, TV, TV. TV child star. TV. Is it someone from Modern Family? No. And she... Acted along with somebody in her family. Yes. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Show. What did She's you say? Nothing. Oh, I thought you said something at the same time. Donna did. No. Okay. Hold me closer. So, and it's not. It's not Miley Cyrus. It's, it's not. Was it a comedy? Well, they were in a comedy originally, and then they ended up doing a reality show. Um, she's been in a lot of stuff. Tori Spelling. <laughs> Good guess. Okay. Okay. Are we getting warmer? I mean, in this, in the sense of she was famous for a fictional TV show, which I actually quite enjoyed. Mostly hung over on Saturdays in reruns. Do, Is it a Saved do, by the do, Bell do, type do, of person? No, mm. but I know what you too. used to watch, Hungover, and yeah. I can't remember what it was. Is her family member a sibling? That's a good. That's a good way to go. Yes. Okay. Sibling. Mm-hmm. So who and do we then know? they did a reality show, mm-hmm. and it's like literally named after them. Okay, there's okay. like the and there Wahlbergs. Was just, just announced that she was getting divorced. Why is this so hard for me? I'm really struggling. Okay, okay. I want to think of somebody this. with okay, siblings. So, the low hands. Okay. People are yelling here. Tia Maury. No. Yes, sister, queen. sister. That's right. That's what yes. it was. I wouldn't sister, have gotten her. Thank okay. you. Uh, let I me think, fill really in. quick. Thank you, Panda, Elaine, Kristen, and John. See. And only Kristen yelled. Okay. <laughs> In all caps. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of cheating, and by the way, that goes to uh, um, the stories that we've seen mm-hmm. that apparently uh, there is some cheating allegations, but then there's a counter narrative. There's a lot going on with the drama around this two, these two, but here is the actual blind item with the blanks filled in. Speaking of cheating, it's interesting that the now former husband of Tia... Maori, who started, uh, you know, because she was a child actor, has been accused of cheating. He didn't. The actress, however, that is Tia, found someone insanely rich that she's been texting and seeing for quite mm. some time. Again, according to Interesting. Lawyer. 
Interesting. And I will say there have been a lot of headlines about the drama with these two. I just haven't sort of tuned into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not really on my radar. So, But they were together for 14 years. Wow. So that's a big deal. That's a like good long yeah. marriage right there. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Right. Let's do another one. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of A-plus list athletes, I wasn't, but, you know, he was before over at CrazyDaysNights.net. This greatest of all time won't announce her retirement until some kickers on her endorsements pay off. I don't know what that means. She would not get paid several million dollars if she announced her retirement before the cutoff date. Mm. Wait until the middle of October. Mm. Oh, we know this one, don't we? We do. Who? Do you? I don't know. Do you? Mm-hmm. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. I'm going to say Serena Williams. <clears throat> okay. He already announced her. Her. Yeah. I, I thought this was like maybe a little. This is saying one. she won't announce yeah. her retirement. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I will say this actually was. Um, this is confirmed by anti lawyer, but I don't. I haven't heard. Also, I'm not an athlete follower. Like mm-hmm. uh, celebrity athletes, I don't know much about. I know this person and I know this name because she has been in headlines before, mm-hmm. and she is an amazingly talented human being. Oh, anti mm-hmm. lawyers alleging that she's there's some sort of endorsements that will. You know, pay dividends mm-hmm. as long as she holds out for a certain period of time. Can you? Uh, I suppose if you give us an idea of what sport we yeah. would probably. I can tell you she's an Olympian. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to go race cars, but is okay. she a gymnast? She oh. is indeed a gymnast. Oh, okay. She's um, that narrows it down. Yeah. Um. What's her name? She's little and adorable and. I mean, listen, when you say that, I go like Carrie Strug, but that's old. Nope. Like um, Dominique Dawes. Nope. Like, uh, who's the. Mm, she, this one, uh, actually. Michaela Maroney. Went before um, she testified against yes. that guy. Um, yep, Niz, uh, the doctor guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's her name? And she was amazing. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I think is, this is who we're talking about. And again, I am not a super sports person, so if this is what wrong. What is the first letter of her first I'm not doing Come that. On, we know it. We Come know it. We, we just can't think it. of her. We just need you to jog our memories. Okay, so it's... Uh, uh, <laughs> we know who it is. We just... We, I'm we're surprised, having a actually. Fart. I thought this would have come trippingly uh, off the time. Yeah, big gymnast. American. Yeah. America. Is it a... Sh- no? Say it. We okay, I'll give you another fact. Thanks. She is 4'8". She's we, 25 years old. She's from she Columbus, is. Ohio. We know. Mm-hmm. She has gotten medals oh, at... Is she, does she live here now? I don't no, know I don't if know she lives that. here. Okay, go I on. I don't think so. She was born in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got she medals got at the 2020 Summer Olympics oh, yeah. for the women's artistic team all around. Oh, my God. This is driving me crazy. Seven Olympic medals. She was rooting for our girl here in St. Paul. Yeah. Real hard. She actually pulled out, didn't she? Didn't she pull out? Simone Biles. There you go. You got there. I can just hear the audience screaming. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. So, NT Lawyer is alleging that uh, there's some kind of endorsement arrangements that's going to keep her from announcing she's retiring until mid-October. Oh. 
Okay, so, so now we got right, the cool. scoop so on now, that. So now, if we see a, a, an early retirement or a retirement in mid-October from Simone Biles, you we'll can know. thank Auntie Lawyer. Thank you, thank Auntie you. Lawyer. That was exhausting. I know. I know. It's I, a lot. That it's was lot. hard. I'm going to um, take a nap. You should. You should, actually. Donna, rest up, because Thanks, you're going to be back doing this again tomorrow. Yeah! When we Thanks, come back, Donna. Thank Bye. you, Donna. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh, if you've not been following the story of this YouTuber who did a, a Charmin Bears uh, cartoon that basically was then mimicked by Saturday Night Live. I've got all the details you need after this on My Talk 1071. Well, as the SNL appointment viewer on the Colleen and Bradley show, that's me. I'm the appointment viewer of Saturday Night Live. I always have some opinions and thoughts about Saturday Night Live. Yes. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Hi. trainer. Hi. Um, and so this was the season premiere last weekend of Saturday Night Live. And there was a sketch that I believe was way too early in the show that featured some Charmin bears. And on it, like, if I'm being perfectly honest, I thought the sketch was so dumb. But the next day, I saw a video by a creator who said, yeah, I already did this. Oh, And I was like, oh, that's curious. I think that's interesting. Of SNL. Right? So, um, I, but I didn't know if this was going to like rise to a level where people were actually talking about sure. it. So I didn't really, I sort of like made a passing glance. But again, I thought it was such a crappy sketch. I didn't sure. think it would be that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, AV Club uh, did a take on this and, okay. and shared the story. And so it's kind of now it's sort of out there. Kind and viral. I thought if you haven't paid attention to it, I think that it's unique. Uh, it's a unique telling of a, an age old story. So the story goes like this. This guy who's been a, a YouTube creator for quite some time. His name is Joel Haver. And he's a comedian, but kind of also an artist. He did like his is a cartoon version of yeah. A similar storyline. He he showed up and said, hey, you know, I did this a while ago, something very similar. And here are the similarities to my video and this sketch that aired on Saturday Night Live. And in the telling of it, you kind of feel like you're going to go down a road, right? Because this happens all the time. A musician goes, thus and such, totally stole my song. And here's my song. And here's what they did with it. And now I'm going to sue them, right? So you kind of feel like you might be going down this road with Joel Haver. And he's telling the story and he's showing you the similarities. It's about a family of Charmin Bears. One of the kids doesn't want to go to toilet paper university because he wants to dance right and there's similarities even in just like the demeanor like the the way that the Charmin bears look the dad has glasses on like there's all these little similarities and he goes it's pretty striking and then the whole thing takes a turn because you think the next thing he's going to say is like i'm going to sue him i'm going to get all my money he goes i'm joining the cast of saturday night live now i wish honestly because i'm thinking if you guys are taking his stuff Maybe just hire him and pay him. That's not what he says. What he says that's so interesting is he says, listen, you know, this is a thing that happens with creators. You can't possibly, when you come up with an idea, go and research and see if somebody else has already had that idea. The other thing that happens is sometimes you take something in and you don't remember that you took it in and you create something so very similar not realizing yeah. that the reason that it, it lives in you is because you already consumed it. For sure. So he said it's impossible to expect that somebody's going to go, you know, you just want them to create content. Yeah. You don't want them to always be bogged down by trying to go back and research. Yep. You don't want to have to like, yeah, it's totally relatable. Right? So he said, you know, creators. there are some bits here that are, are 
quote, pretty alarming. But he also sees a case for parallel thinking. So he's like, you know, it probably was an honest mistake. And then he does. So already I'm like, this guy is like amazingly gracious and he actually could probably pursue this. Yeah. But he's obviously choosing not to. Okay. And then what follows that is he says, since I've been a creator for a long time, when I was, and apparently he's, and I don't understand all of this because I don't follow him, but apparently he's gotten to be kind of a big deal. Creatively, like he's putting stuff out multiple times a week. It used to be more of a hobby. Now it's more of like his job. He decided to use the time. He said, maybe if I were still kind of a hobby, like a once or twice a week creator poster, this would have bothered me. I really would have gotten hooked into it. But he goes, a lot of people watched my video and I'm really grateful for that. And now they're still watching the video and I'm really grateful for that. So rather than like go down the road of like belaboring this thing, I'm going to highlight some of my favorite sort of part-time posters. And he literally tells you like the top five people that you should be paying attention to. Oh, interesting. So he takes awesome- his power and uses it for good and not evil. Yeah. And yeah, I was no. like, I love that. Like, for example, when people on Twitter go viral and then their next tweet is like about something like, hey, since you're all here, can you just take care of like this person who really needs some help? Right. It totally gave me some faith in humanity. And at the same time, like I said, I, you know, I still was holding that like this guy could totally make did money. Saturday, from this. Did Saturday Night Live respond at all or I'm the creators said on anything SNL? about it? Yeah, they probably don't want to. Yeah, and you because know, again, I and I haven't watched the sketch. I, did you watch his original sketch? I watched part of it. I got. I have to be perfectly honest. I think they're neither of them suit my sense of humor. Okay, that was my what, polite like, way. What of is saying, it about it? I just thought it was kind of dumb. Oh, okay. like all right. I don't know. It was creative. Like I will admire the creativity. Like a sketch about yeah the Charmin Bears is a, like a conceptually funny. I just execution wise. I will say his is like a little bit more dry. The it they delivered a little bit more seriously. Well, and his was like animated. Animated, yep. It yeah. was like kind of drawn. Yeah. And obviously on Saturday Night Live, they're actually acting it out. I'd be curious though if the you know whoever created that sketch, because obviously uh, you know somebody at SNL wrote that sketch, mm-hmm. if they would at least acknowledge like it's possible. Because you know, again, like we're a- a- as you know. We consider ourselves creative people some days. And, um, you know, when we're trying to think of new and different ways to present a lot of the same content and there's about 5,000 other people who are doing the same thing on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. it's not unusual that we're going to have similar ideas. Sometimes that happens, you know, in our own, um, you know, on our own station, Mm -hmm. you know, like one of us will come up with something and then somebody else is coming up with it. And it's, it's usually just like, again, you chalk it up to we're all swimming in the same pool and it's not unusual to think that our brains would go in similar directions, especially if we have the same sense of humor, right? Right. Which can be a benefit. Um, But you can also see where it would rub somebody the wrong way if it seemed like you just lifted something. But that's usually when you show up and say, I don't think I ever saw your right. thing, but I would love to just acknowledge that your thing is awesome as well. Or yeah. you know, so I'd be curious to see what SNL will do in well, response, especially because he is so gracious, right? Yeah. He's and like, apparently talented and seems like a very non-threatening person to you know respond to. Yeah, I think this sure. would be a great opportunity for them oh, to yeah. respond. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Brittany's Instagram. Oh, we got to Need talk. I say more after oh. this? 
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.